Where the keys? Why should I give you the keys? Because you're three payments behind and we got a court order. You want us to jack it up and haul it away? It isn't here. I loaned it to a friend of mine. He took it to Palm Springs. Yes. Look, Gillis, that car better be back here by noon tomorrow or there's going to be fireworks. I was way ahead of the finance company. I knew they'd be coming around, so I wasn't taking any chances. I kept the car across the street behind Rudy's shoeshine parlor. I got in and wheeled it over to Paramount where I had an original story kicking around. My agent told me it was dead as a doornail. I knew a big shot over there. Named Sheldrake. He's a smart producer with a set of ulcers to prove it. All right, Gillis, you got five minutes. What's the story about? It's about a baseball player, a rookie shortstop. The poor kid was once mixed up in a holdup, but he's trying to go straight. So the gamblers tell him he's going to throw the World Series or else. Mm. More or less. But at the end, I've got a good gimmick. I called Reader's Department. They're sending somebody up with a synopsis. What's the title? Faces Loaded. They were pretty hot about it over 20th, except I think Xanax all wet. Can you see Ty Power as a shortstop? Now, Alan Ladd. Hello, Mr. Childress. Hello. On that base is loaded. I covered it with a two-page synopsis. Thank you. I wouldn't bother. What's wrong with it? It's some hunger. Nothing? It's just a rehash of something that wasn't very good to begin with. I'm uh, sure you will be glad to meet Mr. Gillis. You wrote it. Oh. This is Miss Schaefer. And how do you do? If I could be of any help. Well... I'm sorry, Mr. Gillis, but I just didn't think it was any good. I found it flat and tight. Exactly what kind of material do you recommend? James Joyce, Dr. Epstein? I just think the picture should say a little something. Oh, one of the message kids. Just a story won't do. You'd have turned down Gone with the Wind. No, that was me. I said, who wants to see Civil War pictures? Well, maybe the reason I hated Bases Lotus was that I'd heard your name, but always knew you had some talent. That was last year. This year, I'm trying to earn a living. That'll be all, Miss Schaefer. Yes, sir. Goodbye, Mr. Gillis. Next time, I'll write you the naked and the dead. Well, looks like Zamet got himself a baseball picture. <laughs> I had to dig up $300 fast, so I got out 10 dimes and started sending out an SOS. I couldn't get hold of my agent, naturally. Talked to a couple of yes men out at Metro. To me, they said no. Oh, I drove out along Sunset Boulevard and added things up. Time had come to wrap up the whole Hollywood deal and go home. Maybe if I hawked all my junk, there'd be enough to buy a bus ticket back to Ohio. Back to that $35 a week job behind the copy desk of the Dayton Evening Post. If it was still open. Hey, Finance company. Slammed the gas down floorboard and took off. Finance man made a huge turn and came after me. I figured out turning off sunset somewhere. The floor I got to figure out where. Well, that's one tired. Myself in the driveway of some big mansion that looked run down and deserted. The end of the drive was a big empty garage. Just the place to stash away a limping car with a hot license number. Clemens was soon nestled against a dust covered automobile up on blocks. A foreign car. His auto for a had 
1932 license. I figured that was when the owner had moved out. You there! Why are you so late? Huh? Why have you kept me waiting so long? In here. Who? Uh, I just put my car in the garage. I thought maybe... Go on, in. Maybe I better take my car and go on. Wipe your feet and go in. What? You are not properly dressed for the occasion. What's the occasion? Having come up, Matt. Up the stairs. Suppose you listen to me for just a minute. Madame is waiting. For me? Okay. If you need any help with the coffin, call me. Coffin. This way. In here. I put him on the table in front of the fire. He always likes fires. I made up my mind we'd bury him in the dark. He's here. A monkey? I I want the coffin to be especially lined with white. A deep pink. Maybe red. White flaming red. Let's make it gay. How much will it be? I warn you. Don't give me any fancy price just because I'm rich. Lady, you've got the wrong man. I had some trouble with my car. A flat tire. I thought this was an empty house. Get out. I'm sorry. I'm sorry you lost your friend. Wait a minute. Have I seen your face before? I know your face. Get out. Or shall I call my servant? You're Norma Desmond. He used to be in silent pictures. He used to be big. I am big. It's the pictures that are small. Ah, I knew there was something wrong with them. They're dead. They're finished. They open their big mouths and out come. Crop, crop, crop. That's where the popcorn comes in. You buy yourself a bag and block up your ears. Look at them in the front offices. The masterminds. They took the idols and smashed them. The paradise. The Gilbert. The Valentino. Don't blame me. I'm not an executive, just a writer. A writer. Words, words, more words. Well, you've made a rope of words and wrangled this business. But there's a microphone right there to catch the last gurgle and photograph the red, swollen tongue. Wake up the monkey. Get out. Max! Next time I'll bring my autograph album along, or maybe a hunk of cement and ask you for your footprint. Yes, madam. Okay, okay, I'm going. Oh, just a minute. You're a writer, you said? That's what it says on my guild card. And you have written pictures, haven't you? Sure have. Want a list of my credits? I want to ask you something. Last one I wrote was about Oki from the Dust Bowl. You'd never know, though, because when it reached the screen, the whole thing played on a torpedo boat. That. Oh, the pipe organ in the living room. The wind blows through it. I ought to have to take him out. Oh, teach it a better tune. Young man, how long is the movie strip these days? I mean, how many pages? Depends on what it is. Donald Duck or Joan of Arc. This is a very important picture. I wrote it myself. It took many, many years. Here. Oh, that's enough for six important pictures. It's the story of Salome. Didn't Rita Hayworth fiddle around with that one? (laughs) 
that was a fairy tale, a child's bedtime story. It isn't the way I'd play it. I wonder if the mill could direct The mill? I didn't know you were planning a comeback. I hate that word. It's a return. A return to the million of people who have never forgiven me for deserting the stream. Fair enough. They love you in Pomona. They love me every place. Read the, uh, the scene just before she has him killed. Never let another writer read your material. He'll steal it. I'm not afraid. Mike, bring something to drink. Sit down. Is there enough light? I've got 20-20 vision. I said, sit down. Well, I had no pressing engagement, except with those boys from the finance company. And she'd mentioned something to drink. Sometimes it is interesting to see just how bad, bad writing can be. This promise to go the limit. Max wheeled in some champagne and some caviar. It's for her. She's that curled up like a watch spring. She sent those eyes on me from behind the dark glasses, defying me not to like what I read. Oh, was a cozy setup. A bundle of nerves. Max, that dead monkey by the fireplace. With a wind wheezing through the organ. At the 11, I was feeling a little sick to my stomach from that champagne, that pipe I've been reading. Well? Uh, this is fascinating. Huh. Of course it is. Maybe it's a little too long. Maybe there's some repetitions. But then you're not a professional writer. I wrote this with my heart. Oh, you did. That's what makes it great. What it needs is maybe a little more dialogue. What for? I can say anything I want with my eyes. Oh, yeah. Certainly could use a pair of shears and a blue pencil on. I'll not have it twisted. Of course not. But it, it ought to be organized. Just an editing job, you know. You can find somebody. Who? I I have to have somebody I could talk. I don't know. I like you, young man. I want you to be the rest. Me? Well, I'm busy. I just finished the script, and I'm due on another assignment. I don't care. You know, I'm pretty expensive. I get 500 a week. Well, if it's money, I'll make it worth your while. Maybe I'd better take the rest of the script home and read it. Oh, no, no. I, oh, I couldn't let it out of the house. You will have to finish it here. Getting kind of late. Are you... Uh, are you married, Mr... The name's Gillis. Single. Oh. Where do you live? Hollywood. The Alto Nido apartment. Look, I'll come back early tomorrow. And I'm then. Nice. Yes, madame. There's a room over the garage. Nice will take you there. I felt kind of pleased with the way I'd handled the situation. Now my car would be safe in the garage while I did a pack-up job on the strip. Max led me back through the hand-carved living room, through the patio, and up over the garage. This room hasn't been used for a long time. Well, it'll never make house beautiful, but I guess it's okay for one night. I made your bed this afternoon. Thanks. <sighs> hey, how did you know I was going to stay this afternoon? 
The bathroom is over there. I put in some towels, soap, and a toothbrush. Hey, he's quite a character, that Norma Desmond. She was the greatest of them all. You wouldn't know you are too young. In one week, she received 17,000 fan letters. Men bribed her hairdresser to get a lock of her hair. There was a Maharaja who came all the way from India to beg one of her silk stockings. Later, he strangled himself with it. Well, I sure turned into an interesting driveway. You did, sir. Good night, sir. I pegged him as slightly cuckoo, too. Stroke, maybe. Come to think of it, the whole place seemed to have been stricken with a kind of creeping paralysis. Kind of out of beat with the rest of the world. Crumbling apart in slow motion. There was a tennis court, overgrown with weeds, and a pool, an empty pool. The wind blew dead leaves across the concrete where Mabel Norman and Valentino and Rod LaRocque must have swam 10,000 midnights ago. In the morning, I found all my books, my typewriter, and my clothes neatly arranged in the room. I found Max in the living room playing the organ. I'm talking to you. My clothes and things are up in the room. Naturally. Awesome myself. What's the matter? Is there anything missing? Who said you could? Who asked to? I did. I don't know why you should be so upset. Stop laying the laws of... It seems like a good idea. We have to work together? Look, I'm supposed to fix up your script. There's nothing in the deal about my staying here. You like it here. Thanks for the invitation, but I've got my own apartment. You can't work in an apartment where you owe three months rent? I'll take care of that. It's all taken care of. Max, unpack Mr. Gillis' things. It is done, Mother. Well, pack them up again. I didn't say I was staying. Suppose you make up your mind. Do you want this job or don't you? I wanted the job. I wanted the dough. So I stayed. Went to work on the script. After a couple of weeks, the bloodhounds from the finance company found my car in the garage, jacked it up, and hauled it away. So Max got the Estado Fraschini down off its block and polished it up. It was all handmade. Cost $28,000. The upholstery was leopard skin. She's taking her rides in the hills above sunset. Then after a while, she got tired of my sports jacket and my baggy pants. So she took me in to get some clothes. Oh, that's beautiful. <laughs> There's nothing like blue flannel for men. Now you need a top coat. Let me see what you have in camel hair. Yes, madame. Now you uh, have about evening clothes. Hey, oh, that's ridiculous. You'll need them for parties. You'll need them for New Year's Eve. Are the evenings uh, closed this way? Yes, madame. Uh, here are some camels here, sir, but I'd like you to feel this one. It's by Kuna. But, of course, it's a little more expensive. The camels here will do. If you'll just step over here, sir. Yeah. As long as the lady's paying for it, why not take the vacuum? <laughs> Last week in December, the rains came. 
right through the roof of my room above the garage. But she and Max moved me into the main house. Here you are, sir. Uh, whose room was this? It was the room of the husband's... Or the husband's, I should say. Madame has been married three times. Uh, say, what's this with the door? There isn't any lock. There are no locks anywhere in this house, sir. How come? The doctor suggested it. What doctor? Madame's doctor. Madame has moments of melancholy. There have been some attempts at suicide. Oh, we have to be very careful. No sleeping pills, no razor blades. We shut off the gas in Madame's bedroom. Why? Her career? She's got enough out of it. She's not forgotten. She still gets those fan letters. I wouldn't look too closely at the postmark. Max. You send them. Is that it? I'd better press your evening closer. Mr. Gillis hasn't forgotten Madame's New Year's Eve party. Shouldn't we wait for the others? Come back. Careful. The car is slippery. I had it right. Here's the ice. You know, this floor used to be wood, but I had it changed. Valentina said there's nothing like tile for a tango. Come on. Not on the same floor with Valentino. <laughs> Just follow me. Time are they supposed to get here? Who? The other guests. There are no other guests. We don't want to share this night with other people. This night is just for you. Oh. Hold me tight. Oh, what a wonderful next year it's going to be. What fun we'll have. When our sister is finished. I'll buy a boat and we'll sail away to Hawaii. Stop. You're not going to buy me anything more. <laughs> Don't be silly. Here. I was going to give it to you at midnight. It's gold. Oh, thanks. I keep on cigarettes in a package that stay precious. Norma, I can't take it. You bought me enough. Oh, shut up. I'm rich. I'm richer than all this new Hollywood trash. I've got a million dollars. What did. But before, but to buy a... Anything we want. Cut out that art business. Oh, Joe, what's the matter with you? What right do you have to take me for granted? What right? You want me to tell you? Has it ever occurred to you that I may have a life of my own? There might be some girl I'm crazy about? <laughs> some car hop or death extra? What I'm trying to say is that I'm all wrong for you. You want a Valentino, somebody with polo ponies, a big shot. What you're trying to say is you don't want me to love you. Say it. She went up the stairs, left me standing in the middle of Valentino's tile floor. Boys in the band went on playing without missing a beat. 
Max was very busy polishing his campaign glasses. I picked up my overcoat, the Vicuna, and headed out. Didn't know where I was going. I just had to do with people my own age. I had to hear people laugh again. I thought about a green. There was bound to be a New Year's shindig going on at the apartment. Writers without a job. Actresses so young they still believe the guys in the casting office. Well, well, what do you know, Joe Gillis? Hi, Artie. Oh, well, you've been keeping that gorgeous face of yours, huh? Deep freeze. <laughs> I almost reported you to the Bureau of Missing Persons. Huh? <laughs> hey, fans, you all know Joe Gillis, the well-known screenwriter, uranium smuggler, and black value suspect. <laughs> So come on, Joe, give me your coat. Jackie, what is this, me? You ain't please. Who did you borrow that from? Adolf Mongeau? Close, but no cigar. Where's the bar? Yeah, well, come on, follow me. Ah, oh, the greatest. They call me the Elsa Maxwell of the assistant directors. <laughs> hey, hey, wait a minute, everybody. Go easy on that punch ball. Budget only calls for three drinks per extra. Fake the rest. <laughs> hey, Artie. Right. Can I, can I stick around here for a while? Oh, sure, sure. This will go on all night. No, no, I mean, can you put me up for a couple of weeks? Why, it just so happens we have a vacancy on the couch. I'll take it. All right. Oh, pardon me. I have to get rid of a stair ice cube. Do I send cold chills down your spine? Huh? Hello, Mr. Hill. Hello. Uh, do you know each other? Well... Uh, let me help you. Betty Schaefer's Sheldrake's office. Oh, sure. Base is loaded. Now, wait a minute. This is the woman I love. What's going on? Who was loaded? Don't worry. She's just a fan for my literary output. Hurt feelings department. Hey, I'd better call about my luggage. Where's the phone? Now, over by the uh, rainbow room. Thanks. Hey, Tony, you old Santa Claus, the actor, you... Hey. Looks like the phone's busy. Oh, wait. You know, I've been hoping to run into you. What for? To recover that knife you stuck in my back? No. I felt a little guilty, so I got out some of your old stories. Oh, you sweet kid. There's one called a uh, window, something with a window. Dark window? Mm-hmm. How'd you like it? Well, I didn't. Thanks. Except for about six pages. You've got a flashback there, but this is someplace we can talk. Mm-hmm. How about the rainbow room? Okay. <laughs> Well, now, there's a scene I wanted to tell you about. It was the flashback scene in the courtroom when she tells about being a school teacher. Yeah. Sit down in the tub. Okay. No, I had a teacher like that once. Oh, really? Well, maybe that's why it's so good. It, it was true. It was moving. Now, why don't you use that character? Who wants true? Who wants moving? Oh, I dropped that attitude. Here's something really worthwhile. Oh, want me to stop right away? But I could find some paper. Come on, I'm serious. I've got a few ideas. And I've got a few ideas of my own. One of them being, this is New Year's Eve. How about living it up a little? As for instance, well... Uh, we could make some paper boats and have a regatta. Or we could turn on the shower full blast. How about capturing the kitchen and barricading the door? You hungry? Hungry. After 12 years in the Burmese jungle, I'm starving, <laughs> Lady Agatha. Starving for tender shoulder. Oh, Philip, you're mad. <laughs> Oh, no, Philip, no, we must be strong. You're still wearing the uniform of the cold stream guide. Uh, furthermore, the phone's loose. Okay. Suddenly I find myself terribly afraid of losing you. You will. I'll get it to ring. Ah, oh, life can be beautiful. You'd better take the phone in the closet, Joe, and move your thing. Thanks. Hello? Hello, Max. This is Mr. Gillis. Why don't you do me a favor? I'm sorry, Mr. 
Oh, yes, you can. I want you to get my old suitcase and put in all my old clothes, the ones I came with, and my typewriter. I'll have somebody pick them up. I have no time to do anything now. The doctor is here. What, doctor? What's going on? I've got the razor from your room. Cut the wrist. What? Max! Max! Oh, here you are in the closet, going for the pockets. Shouldn't be a total loss. Excuse me. I want you to. Hey, Joe, what do you think of the button? Hey, Joe, what's the matter? Hi, Max. Howie. He's up in her room. Be careful. The doctor just left. Go away. What kind of a silly thing was that to do? To fall in love with you. That was the idiotic thing. Sure would have made attractive headlines. Great star kills herself for unknown writer. Great stars had great price. Go away. To that girl of yours. Look, I... I was making that up. Because I thought the whole thing was a mistake. Ah, didn't want to hurt you. You've been good to me. You're the only person in this thinking town that has been good to me. Why don't you just say thank you? Go. Go. <laughs> Not until you promise to act like a sensible human being. I'll do it again. I'll do it again. Norma. Norma. Happy New Year, Norma. Happy New Year. I'm a complete wine. If there's anything in dark windows you can use, have a chair. I mean it. No good to me anyway. Happy Saturday. Not anxious. Not good enough to do it all by myself. What about all those ideas you had? Well, to begin with, I think you should throw out all that psychological mess. Exploring a story is just mine. Psychopath? No, I'm Look, if you don't mind, I haven't got time to listen to the whole plot. I'll make it short. I'm sorry, it's your baby now. I'm work on the evening, 6 o'clock in the morning. I don't care. If next month I'm at your disposal, Artie's out of town. What's Artie got to do with We're engaged. Oh? Oh, good for you. Couldn't find a nicer guy. They're on the coast in Arizona making a western. I'm free every week. Oh, Look, baby, it's not done. It's oh. out. Now, stop being sick and hearted and write that story. Excuse me. Goodness, for goodness, I hate you. And don't make it too dreary. Gotta heave this typewriter up. So long. Madam, I thought I'd reach and call those telephone calls from Paramount. You know, it is not Madame they want it's her car. They want to rent it. What? They need to miss all the for the Cosby picture for a comedy sequence. They want to rent it for a couple of weeks. Does she know? I don't know. She's been talking to the men on the set. Do you think he had the guts to tell her? Goodbye, Susie. Goodbye. Everything will be fine. The old team's together again. Goodbye, Molly. Max? We can go home now. Yes, madame. How'd it go? I couldn't have gone better. It's practically set. DeMille told you that? Well, of course, he, he has to finish this picture first. But mine will be his next. He didn't have the guts. What, darling? Nothing. Nothing. Jamel must have called the 
property man off the assault of a skinny deal because they didn't call up after that. I suppose he thought she'd forget the script. But she didn't. An army of beauty experts invaded the house on Sunset Boulevard. She went through a merciless series of treatments. She was absolutely determined to be ready. Ready for those cameras that would never turn. Joe Darling, are you there? Yes, Norma. No, don't turn around. I, I just came to say good night. I don't want you to see me. I'm not very attractive. Good night. You went out last night, didn't you, Joe? Why do you say that? I had a nightmare. I screamed for you. Where were you? I went for a walk. No, you didn't. You took the car. All right, I drove to the beach. No, ma, you don't want me to feel that I'm locked up in this house. Well, of course not, Joe, but it, it's just that I don't want to be left alone. Not when I'm under this terrible strain. No, ma, I haven't done anything. Well, of course you haven't. I wouldn't let you. Good night. Yes, I was playing hooky every evening. A story of mine, Betty Schaefer has dug up, kept going through my head like a dozen motors. So we started working on it, the two of us, when the studio was deserted, up in her little cubbyhole of an office. Sometimes when we got stuck, we'd take a walk through the sets they were getting ready for the next day's shooting. She was on one of those walks when she first told me about her nose. I come from a picture family, so naturally they expected me to become a great star. Yeah. They got as far as the screen test. Well, what happened? Well, they didn't like my nose. Oh? It flattered this way a little, so I went to a doctor and had it fixed. They made more tests, and they were crazy about my nose, but, uh, they didn't like my accent. Huh. Nice job. Oh, it should be. It cost me $300. That's the saddest thing I ever heard. I will now kiss that $300 nose of yours. May I say that you smell real special? Thank you. Must be my new shampoo. That's no shampoo. More like freshly laundered handkerchief. Like a brand new automobile. How old are you anyway? 22. Smart girl. Nothing like being 22. And may I suggest that if we're ever to finish this story, you stay at least two feet away from me? Now, back to the typewriter. in the dark. I am not inquiring for Mr. Giddy's goals every night. Why don't you? I'm writing a script, and I'm going to finish it no matter what. It's just that I'm greatly worried about Madame. Sure you are. We're not helping her any, feeding her lies and more lies, getting herself ready for a picture. What happens when she finds out? She never will. It's my job. It has been for a long time. You must understand I discovered her when she was 18 I made her a star. I cannot let her be destroyed. You made her a star? Yes. I directed all her early films. 
There were three young directors who showed promise in those days. E.W. Griffith, Cecil Peter Mill, and Max von Meyerling. She's turned you into a servant. It was I who came back, humiliating as it may seem. I could have continued my career, only I found everything unendurable after she left me. See, I was her first husband. Betty, what's the matter? Why are you staring at me like that? Oh, was it? I'm sorry. What's wrong with you today? What is it? Oh, something came up. I, I don't want to talk about it. Why not? Just don't. What have you heard? Come on, let's have it. Is it about me? Steady, there's no use running out on it. Come on, let's face it. I... I got a telegram from Artie. From Artie? What's wrong? He wants me to come on to Arizona. Says it only costs $2 to get married there. It's time to save us a honeymoon. Well, why don't you... We can finish the script by Thursday. Stop crying, won't you? Getting married, that's what you wanted. I don't want it now. Why not? What, don't you love Artie? Of course I love him, and I always will. I, I'm not in love with him anymore, that's all. What happened? You did. I'm trying to spare you a great deal of misery. Of course, you may be too young to even suspect that they are, that he's a man of that sort. I don't know what he's told you, but he, he doesn't live with relatives, nor does he live with friends in the usual sense of the word. Well, ask him. Ask him again. Get me that phone. <gasps> That's right, Betty. Ask me again. This is Joe. Oh, better yet, why don't you come out and see for yourself? The address is 10,086 Sunset Boulevard. Don't hate me, Joe. I did it because I need you. I need you as I never needed you before. Look at me. Look at my hands, my face. Look at my eyes. I'm old. How can I go back to work if I'm wasting and... I'm this miserable soul, man. You don't know what I've been through this last week. I, I bought myself a revolver. I did, I, I did. And I stood in front of that mirror, but I couldn't make myself do it. Don't stand there hating me. Don't let me strike me, but don't hate me. David, you don't hate me. Come on in. Careful of those tiles. They're slippery. 
Valentino used to dance here. This is where you live? Well, whose house is it? Just look around. There's a lot of her spread around on every wall. You don't remember the face, you may know the name. Norma Desmond. That was Norma Desmond on the phone? Well, why did she call me? Jealous. She had this feeling brought from Portugal. What about Norma Desmond? That's what I'm trying to tell you. There are eight master bedrooms upstairs, a sunken tub in every bathroom. There's a bowling alley in the cellar. Lonely here, so she's got herself a companion. Very simple setup. An older woman who's well-to-do, a younger man who's not doing too well. Can you figure it out for yourself? No. Look, get your things together and let's get out of here. All my things? All my 18 suits? All my custom-made shoes and the six dozen shirts and the platinum keychains and the cigarette cases? Joe, come on. Come on where? Back to a one-room apartment I can't pay for. If you love me. Look, will you be practical? I've got a deal here. A long-term contract with no options. I like it that way. Maybe it's not very admirable. Well, you and Artie can be admirable. No, I can't look at you anymore. The door's right this way. Good luck to you, Betty. You can finish that script on the way to Argentina. Arizona, wherever you're going. When you and Artie get back, if the two of you ever feel like taking a swim, there's the pool. Good job. Thank you, darling. Thank you, Joe. Joe. Joe, darling. Joe. Joe. Joe, Joe, darling. Joe, you... You can't go. Mine. You know I'm not afraid to die. That's between you and yourself. You think I made that up about the gun, don't you? All right. See, you didn't believe me. No, no I suppose you don't. You think I haven't the courage. Oh, sure. If you think it'll make a good scene. You don't care, do you? Well, hundreds of thousands of people will care. Oh, wake up, Norma. You'd be killing yourself in an empty house. The audience left 20 years ago. Now face it. It's a lie. They still want No, they don't. What about the studios? What about DeMille? The studio only wanted to rent your car. DeMille didn't have the guts to tell you. None of us has had the guts. They want me. I get letters every day. Come on in, Max. Tell her there isn't going to be any pictures. There aren't any fan letters except for the ones we, you write. What else? the greatest star of them all. They will take Mr. Gillis' bags to the car. You heard him. Uh, I'm a star. Norma, you're a woman of 50. Now grow up. There's nothing tragic about being 50. Not unless you try to be 25. I'm the greatest star of all. Goodbye, Norma. No one ever leaves a star. That's what most one a star. Well, this is where you came in. The 
body floating in the pool. Dawn now. The police must have photographed me a thousand times. And they got a couple of pruning hooks from the garden. They fished me out. Ever so gently. <laughs> Funny how gentle people get with you. Once you're dead, they beat me like a harpoon baby whale. Joint was jumping now. You don't deny having killed this man, Miss Desmond? Did you intend to kill him? Answer me that. Was it a sudden quarrel? How come this gun was right there? This guy, where'd he come from? Who is he? Did you hate him? Have you stolen anything? Captain, the newsreel men are here with the cameras. Tell him to go fly a kite. There's no time for cameras. Now, Miss Desmond. What is this, Mark? The cameras have arrived. They have. I'll be on the saddest one. What is it? Don't you understand? There's one way to get her downstairs. Let's have the car right outside. Go ahead, get her downstairs. Everything will be ready, madame. Thank you, nice. This way, madame. Listen, maybe we shouldn't let up. We got to lose. Are the lights... Are the lights ready, madame? They are ready, madame. They, they must be quiet. 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 Quiet, everybody. Are you ready, Norma? Oh, what's the thing? Where am I, I? I've forgotten. This is the staircase of the palace. Oh, oh, yes. Yes. Down below, we are waiting for the princess. I'm ready, Matt. I'm ready. All right. It will be my greatest picture. There is nothing else. Just us and the cameras and all those people out there in the dark. All right, Max. I'm ready. Now. become a diverting comedy drama as a radio play. For next week, we plan to shift our microphones to Hollywood with still more comedy drama. This one will be S.N. Behrman's celebrated play about a sophisticated woman biography. Our star will be Joan Fontaine. This is Chapman saying goodbye until next week. 
Sunset Boulevard was presented with the courtesy of Paramount Pictures, whose latest release is the tightly color production Red Garters. The exciting new kind of musical starring Rosemary Clooney, Guy Mitchell, and Jack Carson. The radio adaptation was by Ernest Canoy, and heard in the cast were Louis Van Ruten as Max, Terry Keene as Betty Schaefer, Leon Janney as Hottie, William Zuckert as the insurance collector, and Ralph Bell as the producer. Others in the cast were Bert Collin, Joseph Julian, and Bill Lipton.